welcome to the One Reality Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be continuing on with the We Can Stop Sinning, uh, point number two in the church deceptions out of the five points. We're going to be looking at the verses that show people living sinless holy lives here on earth. This is a continuation of the last podcast, so if you have not heard that one, you may want to go back and listen. Otherwise, if you don't want to, you can start here if you want, but watch listening to the one before is going to help this one make more sense. So let's not try to dilly-dally or cut around the chase. Let's get re- well, let's cut to the chase and take a look at some of these verses that show people living holy, righteous, sinless lives. In the Bible. First verse we want to take a look at is Job chapter 1, verses 1, and also verse 8. It says there, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. So, just from verse 1 right there, we can see Job was perfect and upright. If Job is perfect, and, and I'm going on to verse 8 here, and this is this is an important key as well. This is verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou consider, considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? And there we see God, the Lord, tell, saying that Job was a perfect man. And if you have the God of the Bible... Saying that you're perfect, I think God knows what perfect means and what upright means and what fearing God looks like in eschewing evil. There's no way around Job. The way people get around this verse is they say Job is not, Job's just kind of like a made-up story in the Bible to make a point and it's just kind of like a fun story thrown in there. That's what people say to Job. When clearly... There is no indication of this being some random fairy tale thrown in the Bible. It says Job was perfect. God says Job was perfect. That's what the Bible says. Let's take a look. Excuse me. Let's take a look at Genesis 6, verse 9. This is talking about Noah here, all right? Here we go. Genesis 6, verse 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. So there we see Genesis 6, 9, Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And that makes sense why he was saved in the flood, because he was obeying God and everyone else wasn't. Makes sense. He was just. He was perfect. He was following God. God saved the righteous. He punished the wicked. He punished the sinners. That's why Noah was saved and everyone else was destroyed. Continuing on, Luke 1, verses 5 through 6. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. So there we see, straight out of Scripture, Aaron and Elizabeth... Not Aaron and Elizabeth, yikes. Zacharias and Elizabeth, that they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. Blamelessly keeping all of his commandments and all of his ordinances. Alright? 
Straight out of Scripture. That's Luke 1, 5 through 6. Continuing on, here's uh, 2 Timothy 1, through, uh, 2 Timothy 1, verse 3. This is Paul speaking. He says, I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without season I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Paul serves God from his forefathers with a pure conscience. His conscience is pure. He doesn't feel guilty. How can he be a sinner and have pure conscience? Don't go pull the Romans 7 on me at this part. Oh, well, see, Paul said he was so wretched. Um, cases are taking Romans 7 out of context. You want more? I'll probably do a podcast on Romans 7, but if you want a response to that now, you can go to YouTube channel. I've got a Romans 7 video on there. Continuing. Luke 23, 50. And behold, there was a man named Joseph, a counselor, and he was a good man and a just. And this is the Joseph that takes the body of Jesus once he dies on the cross. And it literally says he was a good man. He was a good man. What what do Christians love to say? Oh, there's none righteous, no, not one. There are none good. We're all sinners. Well, the Bible calls Joseph a good man. That's kind of an issue for what you're trying to teach people. The Bible says one thing, and your pastors are saying another thing. And let me go to one more verse here. There's There could be a few more we could go to, but I think you're getting the point here. I'm going to go to one more verse. Uh, 1 John 3, verse 22, and this is what it says. Uh, this is John speaking. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because, this is the reason why whatever they ask, they receive, we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So here's the writer of 1 John saying that he keeps God's commandments and does what's pleasing in God's sight. Which means he's not doing sin. Because sin isn't part of God's commandments. Sin is not pleasing in God's sight. So he's not doing sin. He's following God. He's living righteously. Which makes sense with what he said earlier in 1 John 3. Remember from the last podcast, 1 John 3, 7 through, 7 through 8, where it says, He who does what is right is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. It could also include verse 9, where it says, Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. And then he says later here that he's keeping the commandments and he's and that he's doing uh, what is pleasing in God's sight. These are all great examples of, of people who are living holy, righteous lives here on earth. And it's not fake. It, it's the truth. It's straight out of the scriptures. And what the church needs to do is provide an explanation on how these people are perfect and righteous and holy and are capable of keeping all the commandments if they believe that we can't stop sinning on earth. Because somehow, Zacharias and Elizabeth were able to do it. John was able to do it. Paul served God with pure conscience, so he was able to do it. Noah was able to do it. Job was able to do it. Why can't you do it? As we talked about in the last uh, podcast, you have the ability to do it. It's what 1 Corinthians 10.13 makes super clear. No temptation too strong that you can't resist. And God has provided a way of escape so you can bear it. It's up to you to make the choice to serve God or to serve sin. Thanks for taking a quick listen. This was a lot shorter of a podcast compared to the other one, but we will see you guys in the next podcast.